Hi guys, welcome back to the podcast. Thank you so much for always tuning in. And before we start, please don't forget to rate the podcast so I know if you guys are loving it. And don't forget to follow me on all my socials so we can chat there. And then I can answer some questions for you guys at the end. I really don't mean for that to sound so customer servicey, but you get the point. But hi guys, another week, another podcast episode. I feel like July is like flying by. It's so crazy how it's basically the end of the month already. I just had some family come visit and it was so nice because I live in a different province from my family. So, I mean, it's only an hour flight away, but it's still a distance. So it was really nice like having them here and having to hang out with my nephews. But whenever they leave my house, it feels like so, so quiet and empty because I grew up in a house with five people. And because I'm I'm Filipino, we always had family parties every weekend. So my house is like always loud and busy. And it feels like family and like home to me when it's like loud and busy and rushed. It reminds me of that Noah Kahan song that just came out. I love his music. Okay, I was never really into like folk music, but love it. Love it. Have been listening to the album like crazy. But it reminds me of that one song. Um, it's kind of like popular on TikTok right now and people are relating it to being like the long distance kid and that's who I am in my family and it kind of sucks because you know if you're one too then you might know what it feels like when you move away from home and you're like the happiest the happiest you've ever been you're healing from all your trauma but you almost feel like this immense immense guilt for leaving and not being able to watch your parents grow older or like your nephews and nieces and even your siblings grow up it's kind of like a constant battle I have every day especially being Filipino because I feel like family is like such a huge thing and to spend so much time together is almost like it's like mandatory but I'm much happier now when I moved away from my hometown and I just got to be on my own I don't know how to explain it but you know, if you know, you know, <laughs> you see what I did there? <laughs> no, but seriously, I feel like when you know, it like applies to like every relationship, everything in your life. Also, please bear with me because I'm still dealing with the remnants of this cold and my, I feel much, much better, honestly, but I feel like now like the nose and like the throat like lingers for so long even if I'm feeling well so again I'm so sorry bear with me but like I was saying it applies to everything romantic relationship parental ones friendships and even like the relationship you have with yourself is basically just like you know trusting your gut trusting your intuition when I moved away from my hometown I wasn't thinking you know it was something that I would ever actually do I mean, I thought, like, I thought about it a lot, and it felt, but it felt like more like a fantasy. Do you know what I mean? Like, I never thought I would actually have the guts to do it. And it took, like, a lot of courage because I'm really, I was really comfortable back in my hometown, and I had all my friends there, all my families there, so it took a lot of guts. But when you grow up in the same place with the same faces and the same routine every day, it almost like starts to feel draining to some people. I know that some people like really love staying in their hometowns, but for me, I felt like to be able to grow, I needed to go. <laughs> 
I always wanted to move where I live now and it is stressful having to like almost restart your life somewhere new but it's kind of exciting and fun and it really like opens up your eyes and introduces you to like a new version of yourself like entering a new era and it's kind of nice because I did have Devin with me so I wasn't like completely in a- alone but you know the reason I named this podcast when you know you know is because I feel like that's something just Devin and I live by we aren't really like the couple that has like, you know, when people are like, oh, what's your five-year plan? Like we never have an answer for that because we just go day to day, whatever we feel. We make a like decision based on how we feel in that moment. And it's never like a planned decision. Like, oh, let's move into another province in like six months. It's never that. It's never planned. It's usually like, oh, our lease is done tomorrow. Let's move into another province kind of thing like very spontaneous but we just know in the moment that it's right and it's crazy because it's always how like the other person feels like we're always on the same wavelength I actually get a lot of questions from people asking how Devin and I initially moved in together and how like our parents felt because you know we're Asian and typically immigrant parents can be very strict but honestly it's really chaotic you guys it's like so random like i said me and devin aren't planners so i don't know if it's gonna help your situation but you can listen to our story and see you know if you could apply it to your situation but devin and i were actually supposed to move in together in 2020 like right before the pandemic hit like march 2020 we moved in together we were supposed to go to japan actually and it was gonna be our first time in japan but i just had like such a feeling that we shouldn't go because you know there was a new virus called covid and they weren't sure what was going on and it was never seen before but you know what's funny is i actually remember being in my room at my parents house and like reading the first article about it and at the time like i just had a feeling that we shouldn't go and i knew it was best to stay home but that it was like the first article and it wasn't that like people weren't believing it yet just because it was only one article like i don't know it was kind of like hearsay you know like people aren't gonna like no one was expecting to go into a global pandemic but yeah i just like had a feeling maybe we shouldn't go i don't like being away from home for too long so if we did go we would have been stranded in japan which i mean is it bad i love japan but just to be away from you know my house and our hometown and our family at that time would have been very stressful but you know we canceled our trip and thank god we did because our lives probably look would look so much more different than it does now but yeah since we canceled our trip Devin and I were just hanging around town you know driving around chilling and he so so randomly asked me if we wanted move in or if we should move in together because he was living with some friends of his at the time and you know I was living at my parents house um and he wanted to get his own place so he was kind of thinking of just getting a place for himself but then kind of like figured it would make more sense for us to live together because you know we were both I think I don't know 24 at the time maybe 23 or 24 25 I think 24 but yeah it just made sense and I I honestly was thinking I was gonna say no because my parents were so strict and I was not a defiant kid like I mean kid I'm saying kid I was 24 years old but you you guys know if you immigrant parents you know but I just said yes before I even like thought about it so yes just came out of my mouth before I even could say no so literally that day we looked at I think 
like one or two apartments and we both instantly knew that the first one was the one like we both just got a feeling we looked at each other and we're like yeah this is the one and then when we looked at the other apartments we kind of just knew so i applied us for that apartment and we got it all in one day did i even think about moving out previously no did i even tell my parents i wanted to move out heck no but I just knew it was a feeling and it was the right decision that I needed to make. You know, what's that, that, what's that saying that people say? Uh, oh, 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 it's better to ask for forgiveness than permission, which is literally exactly what I did. And it's so funny because I was, I was 24 years old, like a 24 year old scared as hell to tell their parents they want to move in with their boyfriend of like seven or eight years at the time. But you know, like I said, if you have immigrant parents, you know the struggles. And obviously my parents were not happy about it because I literally did not speak to them about it ever wanting to move out or even thinking about moving out. So I kind of like know where they're coming from because it was such a shock. And you know, I'm a middle child. I was the first one to move out. So I think they just like weren't prepared for it at all. So if I could give you advice, maybe slip it in there, you know, maybe mention it once or twice like don't don't do what i did and shock your parents but you know eventually my parents were fine with it i just think that you know it's your life is your own so why would you want to spend it living for someone else and i don't mean for that to be like oh be a heartless person and not care about other people but i'm saying if you know that something is going to make you happier and it makes you uncomfortable and you're scared it's probably the best decision for you as long as it doesn't harm others obviously then you know go for it your happiness is your own and the people that truly truly love you you know they might be upset with it but they'll be okay loving you from afar if it's what makes you happy i feel like that rule when you know you know also applies to friendships but i think with this one it took me a little bit longer to know or like maybe you know i did know but I kind of like pushed it aside and didn't listen to myself, which, you know, now I think is silly because I'm always like, oh, trust your gut, you know, but I had this friend when I was younger who I genuinely felt like she was my soulmate and it sucks because I know a lot of people can relate to this, but there is like nothing more powerful than a girl's friendships. Like they are just so deep and the connection is so strong and it just like feels like I don't know if they're your sister or like soulmate like it's like such a strong strong connection and when you and this person have like a falling out it's like honestly like the worst breakup you could ever endure like i've been in a toxic relationship and devin and i even broke up a long time ago but those still do not compare to this friendship breakup and i'm not going to get too deep into it because even though it happened a while ago the magnitude of what happened it's still honestly like I don't know like it doesn't upset me but thinking about it kind of like makes me nostalgic and like I don't want to say sad but I don't know it just gives me like a feeling I don't know I don't know how to describe the feeling but this girl and I were super super close before and like the best of friends like becoming friends with her was honestly I say this in every podcast episode but it was a canon event like probably my one of my biggest canon events that because it just absolutely changed my life and i'm not going to say like for good or bad because i feel like you know changed it in a positive and a negative way but 
honestly, we didn't really have the healthiest relationship with each other. And I knew this, but I loved her so much that I never listened to my gut or even the other people around me in the end, which I mean, <laughs> bit me in the arse, but you know, whatever it happened. I learned my lesson and I don't have anything bad to say about her because, you know, we were different people back then. We were like a lot younger and I don't know. I feel like when you're younger, you're kind of like more focused on yourself. So we were kind of like, <laughs> I don't know. I don't want to say selfish, but we, yeah, we, we just weren't in a healthy relationship. And it's not like a thing that was like, oh, it's all her fault or it's all my fault. To me, at least, I, I think that it's just like we weren't a great pair. And I think it's one of those relationships that, I don't know, it's like, it's hard to explain it, but it's one of those relationships that you guys just like aren't good together. And it almost like brings out the worst in you guys. Like, obviously, she did. She really helped me a lot. And I appreciate all the things that she's taught me, but I think that I noticed a lot of things about myself after, like when I was reflecting back on the relationship that, you know, I didn't like about myself or some things that I said that I didn't even mean that I said. So, you know, it's, I'm, I'm happy it's over and, you know, it was meant to happen, but yeah, it was a really bad, really, really bad breakup. So this is your sign right now. <laughs> If you know you aren't in a great situation with someone, trust your gut because when you know, you know. I'm going to wham that into your guys' brain. Soulmates are honestly like such a crazy thing because like I said, that friend was my soulmate. But, you know, soulmates don't always stay and they could literally be anyone. I've, I think I've only ever felt that feeling twice with that friend and then with Devin and once you know that feeling, like, looking back, like, it makes so much sense. Like, everything makes sense. Like, you're meant to meet these people who are your soulmates, and they either stay with you to help you through these lessons, or, you know, they are the lesson. But with Devin, it felt, like, more intense. Like, when I was younger, Kate, I remember we learned that Zeus made humans with, like, four arms and four legs and two heads and such, and you know, maybe don't quote me on this because I didn't fact check this, but this is something I remember learning from my teacher, but you know, they could have been lying, but, um, I remember that they taught us that, but he made humans like that and realized, I think they were going to be too powerful or something. So he split them in half. And it said by my old teacher <laughs> that some people actually find their other halves. And when you do know, like, you know, you feel that that person was your other half. And that's exactly how our relationship feels. Like we were always meant to be together and always meant to find each other because we are one whole person together. And we always say like, you know, we share one brain cell, which I think a lot of people say about, you know, their relationships, but we honestly share one brain cell. And it's funny because me, it's like, Devin has this really long white eyelash on his left eyeball and I have this really long eyelash. It's a black eyelash on my right eyeball and it's scary because I've always had it and every time I got my eyelashes done they'd be like oh you have a really long eyelash but I didn't think anything of it but then I realized that Devin's is on his other eye which is like are we not meant to be you guys like how are you not gonna tell me that's not meant to be <laughs> But small things like that, like, it just makes me, even if it's such a tiny, tiny thing, it's just like it convinces me that 
you know, it's true. We were, we're meant to be together. And then when I felt that feeling, I just look back at everything and I'm like, Hey, everything I ever went through, like it makes sense. Like I could not have gone through anything differently. Like even if that breakup with my friend really sucked or that really bad toxic relationship I had when I was younger, if those things like didn't happen to me, like I don't think I would have been the person that I am and been like Devin's perfect fit. If that makes sense. Like when I was talking about moving in with Devin, if I didn't trust that feeling, I got to cancel the whole trip and we actually went to Japan, then we wouldn't have moved in together and, you know, we wouldn't have found our love for our career and got to, ex like, got to experience all the experiences because of it. So it's like one little decision could absolutely flip your life upside down. And when you know it, <laughs> you know it. So make the decisions, move out of your hometown cut ties with that person who just doesn't fit in with your life bet everything on your gut feeling because something always good happens when you trust yourself even if it doesn't work out in the way you want it to as long as you are true to yourself so i went to instagram and i asked you guys some questions to ask about our relationship or you know just questions in general and i'm gonna answer I don't know if I have time to answer a few, but I will answer one. And um, I'm only going to speak to the ones that I think I'm able to answer solo because I don't want to ever speak for Devin or answer it for him. So when we're together again, and I will get him on the podcast again, but we will answer more questions about our relationship. Ooh, this is a good one. Has your mindset on how a relationship should be over the years changed before Devin and with Devin now? Yes, a thousand, hundred, million, billion percent. Like when I was younger, I only saw my parents as a base of what love is, you know, but they fought a lot, honestly. So when I was younger, I thought love was anger. And when you see it on movies, it's like so intense, so passionate, like so crazy. So I thought love was loud and it was filled with like so many feelings that you had no choice but to be loud. I thought relationships were fighting and tolerance and I thought it meant being hurt all the time for just a moment of happiness and in relationships before Devin honestly that's how I treated them like I was a fighter obviously not physically but I would cause fights and pretend like it was nothing <laughs> and then nothing even happened after and then I would fight again and then move on from it even if they hurt me badly, because that's what I thought love was. I was very forgiving about a lot of things in past relationships because I didn't know that love could be, you know, like kind and pure. I thought that, you know, people who love you like hurt you. And I thought that was normal. And honestly, that's what I thought love was like starting arguments you know, making up and then repeating the process forever and ever until we were married and gone. But Devin, not only, I mean, he not only changed my outlook on relationships, like what they can look like and how they can feel like, but he honestly changed my like outlook on everything. And this is about to get really corny, you guys. So bear with me. You know, when people say like, when you find the one, you see more color, you hear more songs, everything feels a little bit warmer, but it's legit, you guys. And honestly, saying that is like, I never grew up to be a romantic. Like, I never liked Disney princess movies or cheesy Hallmark rom-coms. Like, and like, but everything they say about love, when it's like a gut feeling and everything changes love, it is so true. 
my mindset on relationships completely changed because when I would start a fight, like Devin would want to work through it and talk about it. So we were able to like move on and let go of our anger from it, which was like so unnatural for me because usually I would like fight, 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 you know, make up with them, but like not ever talk about how it made me feel, how it made that person feel, like how we can move past from it. So that was like very unnatural for me. And he taught me that love was actually quiet and relationships are not battlefields. He told me that relationships can be trustworthy and men can be soft. So because I felt like this in my relationship, like so safe and patient and secure, it kind of like trickled over into who I was outside of my relationship. So he poured so much love into me that I'm like overfilled with it and I have to give it out to myself, to my friends, my family, even to like random strangers because now I have so much of it to give that even if you can't love yourself right now or you don't feel that love right now, I could literally love you for the both of us just like Devin did for me. And I became softer and kinder and the world seemed, you know, more saturated and fun and everything makes sense, you know, even if it doesn't. And I know that sounds so cheesy. And honestly, trust me, I cringe at myself a lot, you guys, because like I said, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not a romantic, but I don't know. I'm full on cheese ball now for all months. I don't even care. I love, love. I love giving love. I love receiving love, experiencing love, seeing love. Like I am such a cheesy person now because of this love and not even like romantic with our relationship like I'm just I romanticize just life now and I love it and I never thought I would be able to say that like when I was younger like I mentioned I had a really hard time with my mental health and it was something I struggled with even even sometimes now I feel like now I'm much better at it and I'm much more healed honestly I put in a lot a lot a lot of work and it was really really fucking hard but I wouldn't have, you know, been able to do that without a push from Devin and seeing, you know, that people can be good because I was such like a hardened person. So he really changed. Yeah, he really changed everything for me. Honestly, I'm about to start crying, you guys, because it's, it's true. He he has changed everything. And like I said, a million, trillion, bajillion times, and I'm going to keep on saying, when you know, you know. And I knew Devin was the one. And I know that if it wasn't him, it literally would not be anyone else. And I know that if I ended up with someone else and I didn't meet Devin, I would not be as like soft of a person I am now or like the person I am now. Canon event, you guys, literally. Those were my two biggest canon events because it changed everything. I think about the person who like I was before Devin and honestly, uh, it makes me, you know, not sad, but you know, it breaks my heart because I was such like an angry, sad, lonely girl. It just, uh, yeah, it breaks my heart that my inner child ever felt like that. And she felt like she had to be like that. And that was like the defense me mechanism that I had was to be like, yeah, just filled with anger. It's like crazy because now I feel like I don't really get that mad. I'm like very chill, chilled 
And like, even Devin says, like, I used to have a really bad temper and my family would be like, whoa, you literally need anger management girl. But yeah, Devin says now I'm like very chilled and I feel very chilled. Like nothing really sets me off anymore. And I cry a lot. You guys, I used to never be a crybaby, but I'm just like so soft now that I, everything makes me cry. I'm like such an empath now. And I think about everyone's feelings and it's very stressful sometimes, honestly, but he, he literally heals me and I am forever grateful for that. Obviously, you know, like I said, I did put in a lot of the work myself, but he really helped heal me. And I don't know if I would be healed without him or it would have just taken me a much, much longer time. Like maybe, maybe when I was like 60, I would have been healed, but you know, he really gave me that push and showed me a whole new world, (laughs) y'all. So I'm so grateful. I'm grateful for that. You know, I don't want to speak for him, but I hope that I've, you know, done the same thing for him. So I hope that I've also, you know, changed his perspective about life and stuff. I feel like I really have because he's, you know, a much softer person now too. I think we just like made each other, made each other soft. But I'm going to end the podcast off here because I'm literally going to start crying. I could talk about Devin for hours and hours and hours and how much I love him, you guys. And I don't know if I want that whole podcast to be about that because you guys are going to be like, oh my God, girl. (laughs) But I'm going to go before I literally ball my eyes out. So again, I just want to say thank you so much for listening in and hanging out. And don't forget to rate the podcast and follow me on all my socials at Eileen Christine with a triple E at the end. And I will talk to you guys next week with Devin. And remember, when you know, you know.